Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Elite Bitcoin Holder Show. All right, another Passover special for you guys. Audio only, you're going to get this in. Let me just give you a quick uh, review of what's going to be in here. I speak with Eugene from Belarus, and he is talking about uh, the nuclear option there. How uh, we we read a while ago about how the government was talking about uh, the nuclear power plant and using it to mine Bitcoin. He gives us the truth about that. In Belarus, as you know, they're not having the lockdown now. It's the only country on earth that that's really free. Sweden, some people say, but they they've got rules too. Belarus is just like old times. He's going to talk about you know what it's like living there, why they why why they do that. So this is a really Good show for that type of insider information. Uh, also, you're going to hear me when I was on the streets of LA. It's it's just a, it's a short little clip. It's better if you view it on my channel, disruptmeister.com, but you're going to hear that at the end. And now I'm going to give you a little special uh, insight into the media situation out there. There are a lot of newspapers, mainstream media publications that are going out of business right now because lack of ad, ad revenue. So many businesses are not opening right now, are not open because of this ridiculous shutdown. Of course, they're not paying for advertisements in newspapers or magazines or online anymore. So uh, major newspapers like uh, the Cleveland Plain Dealer, uh, I, I, some other ones in some big cities have fired many people because they're just not getting paid anymore. By, by the, Their revenue model has been destroyed. Now, when we get back to work, uh, which is hopefully very soon, when the United States and the Western world gets back to even half work, still these these companies that have been out of business for a while, they're not going to start advertising on, on newspapers, in newspapers anymore. I mean, they're going to be very stingy with their money. They're going to try to operate on a bare bones budget. So advertising, traditional advertising related Companies, traditional advertising-related uh, ad revenue models are really in a bad situation right now. Uh, will they ever come back to what they were before? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we might. Some newspapers might never come back. This is a very interesting time. So this is where you, where you're really happy if if you're a media entity and you're totally based online. It's still you. You get a lot of your revenue from. Uh, smaller companies and uh, establishments advertising. And are people still going to want to advertise the old way that they used to? Okay. Buy up banner ads, whatever, get, get uh, people to read off your name. I, I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. And uh, I would say this, it, it's, it would be interesting if some of these newspapers, instead of, relying on the traditional ways they made money and thinking that all these hospitals are going to keep advertising on them because they, 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 hospitals are lacking money now. I just named hospitals randomly, but uh, because I'm thinking about the Baltimore Sun online. You see uh, advertisements for Sinai and, and, uh, and hospitals like that. But, uh, but all, all these companies that used to advertise on, on sites like the Baltimore Sun or the Cincinnati Inquirer or Detroit Free Press, whatever it might be, uh, the, the, the Detroit Free Press, the Baltimore Sun, Cleveland Plain Dealer, Los Angeles Times, whoever, Seattle uh, paper, Denver, 
maybe they should start posting some of their articles on Steemit or create a, a, a Steemit like a competitor, okay? Now, what the heck is Steemit? All Steemit is, is you post an article there and people upvote it and you earn this altcoin called Steam. I do it, steemit.com slash Bitcoinmeister. Uh, you can see my videos there. There's also Hive was a fork of that, Hive.io. I think it's Hive.io, right? Uh, anyway, it's linked to below all my videos. Go to disruptmeister.com. You'll, you'll see my Hive site, my Steemit site. The point is this. They're basically printing altcoins out of thin air there. All right? So, I mean, some people have problems with that. Some people have a lot of problems with that. Um, if you're giving it to me for free, I have no problem with that at all. Now, why would you buy those altcoins is, is another question. And I, I say never buy something that you get for free. But here you go. If you are a, a major publication, minor publication, uh, why not start posting your articles on Steemit uh, and make it look real nice? And tell your people instead of, hey, we have a paywall, tell your fans, you know, there's no paywall anymore. You sign up for this Steemit, you sign up for this Hive, and you just upvote us, okay? And that's how we're going to generate revenue now. And you can generate by upvote. The thing about Steemit also is the people who upvote, they also get a little bit of steam from upvoting, okay? So many of you are saying, well, this, this sounds like a, it's, a, it's a money printing machine. It's, a, it's, a total, it's going to go to inflation. And indeed, Steam has lost its uh, value over time, but so is the U.S. dollar. And the, the, the U.S. dollar is uh, printed out of thin air, too. People believe in the U.S. dollar story. Why not believe in the steam story? Uh, it, it's For me, it's, it's worth the gamble. If you were just fired, uh, if you're a writer that was just fired from the Baltimore or the Cleveland Plain dealer or wherever uh, you were fired from, why not start your own, uh, your own Steemit page where you can you know, sell your uh, – if you're such a good writer, spread the word on Twitter. Tell people to sign up for Steemit. And for people to upvote you there. So I think uh, this is definitely – there's going to be – obviously the newspapers are very much in, intertwined with the unions, okay? So a lot of them are going to be stubborn and say, no, no, no. We got to do things the old way. We can't we, – we have to keep all these workers working here. We have to keep paying all these uh, printing uh, presses that, that use union print and union workers – uh, but this is this is not a time to be stuck in your ways. And I think cryptocurrency really gives industries that are really on the brink of destruction because of what just happened uh, a new chance. Sure, it's a gamble. It, it, it definitely is a gamble. It's something new. But I mean, that's how you uh, if you're on the brink of destruction, what else do you have to lose here? I mean, do, do you go down with the union ship? Do, do you still do you, you stick with the printing press? Do you stick with uh, uh, overpaid workers or do you try something new where uh, uh, you, you can get this altcoin and immediately turn it into 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 Bitcoin uh, and, and, and get real wealth from it? And I, I'm not uh, and, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan, obviously, of centralized altcoins where they can change the rules, et cetera, et cetera. But we're comparing this. We're not comparing Steam to, to Bitcoin here. We're talking about the Steemit platform and platforms like it compared to the current revenue model for mainstream media, which is clearly going down, can't be funded anymore because the businesses that fund it 
uh, can't pay for advertising anymore. They haven't generated any revenue for a month. All right, so uh, there, there are my thoughts about that. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just reading over my notes. All right, yeah. So this is a uh, media ad revenue model 2.0 is here. That's what you can call this. You can make it really, uh, make it feel special. Get that 2.0 in there. Because everyone, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the saying of the month here for the mainstream. They're like, oh, we're, we're going into United States 2.0. Well, here's your media ad revenue model 2.0. So pound that retweet button, pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Enjoy the rest of the show with Eugene and uh, outside in L.A. See ya. All right, Eugene. Uh, so a lot of us know about uh, Belarus because we heard, we read articles in CoinDesk a few months ago or a few weeks ago, I, I forgot now, uh, about the, the leader of Belarus wanted to... Uh, or suggested using nuclear power plants to power Bitcoin mining. What what is that all about? Was that just a gimmick or? Yeah, the beginning of the answer is Belarus suffered. Everybody knows. Uh, uh, let let's, let's me, let me start with next. Everybody knows the HBO uh, TV series Chernobyl. Mm -hmm. Chernobyl, right? Yes. This TV series explains that catastrophe disaster happened with in 1986 in Soviet Union with Chernobyl nuclear station this station now it is situated it is closed okay okay it's situated uh, a little bit bit southern than Belarus and Ukraine in Ukraine but Belarus the former Republic Belarus had suffered a lot of the most uh, the lot, a lot of uh, comparing with other parts of Soviet Union, and the nuclear for every Belarusian, every Belarusian city means the very the most dangerous thing they ever had, nuclear. That's the, that's uh, that's the starting point of the answer. So, the news that Belarus started to build its own nuclear plant with Russian money, I need to mention that, sounds like a crazy mess. For example, like for Japan to build another Fukushima after the crash of the, fir of, of the first one. So why uh, the president Lukashenko decided to do that? I think two reasons. First of all, cheap energy, because, because of economical rational reasons, cheap energy. Second one of Russian money. So the situation is the Belarus, Belarus began to build nuclear plants, its own nuclear plant, Belarusian atomic plant, it might be called. And the main consequence of this is this nuclear plant will produce a lot of energy and Belarusian uh, economy will not consume even the one third part of this energy. So we need to decide the problem where to utilize that energy. And then mining comes into the realm. Of course, Lukashenko is not the stupid dictator. He is politically 
clever dictator and he do understand he do understand what crypto is he signed the decree of economic development in the december 2017 and belarus had claimed that he would become the new singapore in crypto realm in europe it was another story so uh, I cannot say that now, uh, the, now the Belarusian nuclear plant, it is not built yet. It's, uh, it is being built right now. But when it will be finished and building, perhaps we will have uh, a hidden or not maybe official government mining plant <laughs> supplied with the energy of the Belarusian uh, nuclear station that's that's the story it is continuing and we are uh, observing uh, on the situation and i will inform you further about the details of that city well, so if this really gets pulled off belarus could become a wealthy country i mean they could start mining bitcoin right or do you think they're too inefficient that's a hypothesis uh, as i have mentioned earlier the Belarusian GDP is 0, 0 0.7 and the world per, per person in the world GDP. Maybe uh, the main, the core of the industry right now in Belarus, the core industry was oil and gas, uh, oil, uh, oil refining. Russia supplied Belarus with cheap, definitely cheap oil and Belarus refined it and exported, export, uh, re-exported uh, the oil products to the world market. Now, when oil costs 15 or even less $15 per barrel, this uh, economy, uh, the, the part of the economy will definitely will have shrink. So Belarus right now, and the Belarusian leader, in very difficult, the, maybe in the difficult, the worst difficulty situation in his experience. Where to grow? Where to develop? What part of the economy to take? Belarusia has an IT segment. It consists of about three percent of GDP, and maybe mining would have become the major part of the Belarusian economy in the next ten years. I will not reject this situation, but we will see. Right now, it is not. So it is still in the very beginning in talking and conversation. Uh, how long do you think the uh, leader can uh, hold on to power for? He's done since 1994. <laughs> that's a long time. Uh, do, 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 you, do you see there's any chance of him going away uh, any time soon? You know, let's remember the most uh, long-stay dictators in the world. Um, uh, Fidel Castro in Cuba and maybe Muammar Gaddafi in Libya, yep. correct? More than, or in Egypt, uh, more than 40, 40, 45 years old each. Lukashenko now has been staying only 26 years in power. It's a crazy mess. I think this scenario looks like when in 1960s, British Empire had gone from Africa and uh, the majority of African countries had declared their independence. They quickly became dictatorship countries. That's the scenario we do see in uh, after the crash of Soviet Union. 
we are like in uh, like in Africa, but more than uh, in the north <laughs> of the planet Earth. So I don't even uh, try to predict how long he will be staying, but uh, that's that's a pain question. It all depends from from the eastern side. The main the, the, the most important question: How Putin, Vladimir Putin, will be staying at the power? I maybe the, the answer, the correct answer, will be when Putin will came out of power. Lukashenko will came out of power quickly. Mm. While Putin is staying on the power, Lukashenko will be staying in power. Again. How long will it last? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's, that's, a really, that's a really good answer. That, that's a good, as long as Putin's there, look, your, your leader's going to be there Correct. too. But it, Correct. the day that Putin Correct. goes away, it's going to change over there too. So very good. So finally, again, uh, this, are, is anybody scared of the virus there? I mean, it's just people just walking around doing business as usual, right? Yes. In, um, how do I say, in, in folk, <laughs> I don't know, folk, folk, the German word folk, um, and folk, uh, and personal, in personal opinion, everybody, of course, everybody is uh, talking. They, everybody is not forgetting about the virus, but we in Belarus, we were in a much worse situation. We're in Soviet Union. We're in Stalin. We're in collectivization, in famine, and the, and the Second World War. Uh, Twenty-five percent Belarusian Belarusians were killed in the Second World War. The one, one, the quarter population. So. Any viruses? We we don't care about any viruses. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the the folk the folk the folk story. I'm joking, of course. I'm joking, of course. But the story nobody is scared. Is so scared that he sits in home and is not walking anywhere. Everybody works. Everybody goes on work. Everybody goes on shopping. I, course, I think we're, it's we're I think it's a good attitude to have, you know. We've we've seen you're saying we've seen a lot worse than this. We're living our lives, we're doing our thing, and uh, we're we're not hiding. And I think I think that's uh, I think it's a great way of uh, of uh, of handling uh, th this situation. So correct, uh, correct. It, it is it, realistic it's, realistic approach. Realistic virus doesn't stop the life here in our country. Good no I, and. Uh, more people uh, should know about what's going on with everyday people like you there, that you're, you're just living there. Life. Because when people read these stories about the virus in Belarus, they see a picture of your leader like playing ice hockey. And then, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're making He loves a, to play a, hockey. He loves to, he loves to play any sport and he loves more other things. I don't yeah, yeah, even the, want the to media, talk about. The media tries to portray it more as like a joke. I mean, but it's not a joke. There's real people living their lives there. You know, you guys, I mean, it's not a wealthy country. They got to, they got to keep the, I mean, you said it previously, you got to keep the economy going. If, if, if they shut down, if they took the precautions that these other countries are taking, uh, the whole country would fall apart. I mean, you, your economy would be destroyed. It would be destroyed. And you, and the leader does not want that. He does not, because he'll lose power if the economy of gets destroyed. Of course, yeah. of course. Of course. Correct of way course. of thinking. Right. Uh, so, I mean, he, he has his own reasons, but in, in the long run, his reasons are, they're good for the people because at least the people can be productive and they, uh, and they don't have to, they're not hiding and they don't want to hide. So good, good. I'm, I, I like the, the Belarusian uh, 
uh, attitude. And I really thank you for all this insight. And I, I hope people out there are really, uh, you know, we, we've heard about Belarus. Now, now you really, you heard it from the horse's mouth right there. So Eugene, pound that like button, dude. Thank, thanks a lot for being on again. And uh, uh, see you guys later. All right. Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. I'm giving you a little bit of an extra show to see, show you the streets of Los Angeles during this supposed lockdown. We're at uh, La Brea and there's Melrose right there. I am at Pink's, world famous Pink's. I'll show you a clip of what Pink's looks like when I get done talking. Uh, across the street on La Brea, you can see they already boarded up uh, they boarded up some buildings. Uh, I guess they're worried about civil unrest. Uh, there are a few places like that. I hear they're doing that in Manhattan also. Uh, well, this is what you get when Eric Garcetti, the mayor, down the street there, he says what I'm doing here is illegal. I'm being defiant here. Of course I'm defiant. Defiance over compliance, baby. Defiance over compliance, baby. So Eric Garcetti is encouraging people. The videos have come out. He says to snitch, to snitch. To snitch on me doing this. Are you gonna snitch on me doing this, people? LA, wake up. LA, baby. All right, so, yeah, it's unbelievable. We got to that point. And some people are cheering him on. Some people are cheering him on. And what I'm doing is against the edict, against their rules. You can't just make a video of yourself outside. You gotta be doing something. No, what I'm doing now is I'm making a video. Is that against the law to make a video? Maybe now, who knows? Uh, so this area, my, my synagogue that I go to, uh, which all synagogues are shut down now, uh, is right up the block here. But I want to say something. This is a Jewish neighborhood. There's some Jewish people around here. And I was reminded there are people, apparently, because people are losing their jobs all over the United States of America. There's some people that are going to soup kitchens, uh, bread lines, whatever they're called. And it makes me wonder if there's, I think, I mean, I think a little bit beyond, outside the box. Jewish people right now, Passover starts on Wednesday. All these Jewish people are throwing away non-kosher uh, for Passover products. A lot of bread, and I know bread isn't healthy, but there's other stuff they're just trashing now, okay? They can't eat it all up before Passover. So I, it would be great if without all, if there weren't all these regulations that Jewish people could just give away their non-kosher for Passover food just out on the streets. I was inspired because I saw there was a homeless man laying in the alley and someone had left a bunch of, I could tell it was a Jewish person had left. There was rice that was left there. All this stuff that was clearly not kosher for Passover, but they were like, why trash this? Just let, let, leave this out for the homeless. So good for them. More people can do that on their own, but it, it would be great if people could just like set up, not be scared that they get thrown in jail. That's, that's illegal also. So yeah, it's a little bit of beyond Bitcoin. I don't even know when this is good. You might be watching this on Passover for all I know. Okay, finally, I want to give you a Los Angeles little thing. Every, I'm not. I'm walking today. Today's my walk. I'm walking. Um, whatever day it may be, and I run basically five times a week, five days a week. And on my runs, I see a lot. I see. You see so many people from Los Angeles. I mean, I guess I could be considered an Angelino now because I'm not from here. You know, I got my Orioles and everything. You so you see so many people walking. And again, I'm a Baltimore guy, really. But, but that guy just ran a red, too. But that's L.A., baby. Uh, 
No, there's there's so many people people that are not from LA originally. They wear all their original sports stuff. They're Green Bay Packers. I just saw earlier, but they're still they consider themselves from LA. I mean, that, to be from LA, you got to be from somewhere else. It seems like these days. But what I wanted to point out, <laughs> what also what I see on my runs before everybody, it's you know besides everyone wearing their football gear from where they're originally from. Um, Los Angeles Clippers stuff. Los Angeles Clippers, I've seen, I've been here almost two months now. Five, only five instances have I seen people with Los Angeles Clippers gear. And they're like one of the best teams in the NBA. It just shows, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's some fickle people here. Uh, they're, they're, it's Laker town, I guess. And uh, people stick with their original teams, too. So, But you know, the Clippers are worth billions of dollars or whatever. The guy paid billions for it, and they're building them a new, are- building them a new arena, but nobody wears their stuff. It's... Uh that's a little bit of a, hey, you know, I'm usually uh, ripping on the NBA. I would love, NBA, come back, dude. We want some normality. And maybe people will go crazy because they're not getting their NBA. And, and you know they're going to go crazy in the fall if there's uh, if there's no NFL. By then, I, I trust Americans enough that they'll be doing what I'm doing. They'll be on the streets being defiant, baby. So pound that freaking like button. Streets of LA, I'll show you with pinks in a second. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. See you later.